meal's kind of spoiled. Grog's, uh, he has the pot. Yeah. So, uh, how did your little information searching thing with snow go today? Well, it went well. Good. Yes. You see a light flicker on. Kind of sway in the distance as it gets closer to you. Um, hey guys. No, no, I don't like that. The triangle released itself. Oh, it's a thing? So you grab this box and you flip open the top pouch and you can see that there appear to be a number of cards. As you see this blue-purple veil slowly like undulating and falling and collapsing and slowly shattering all around. And then you just hear an the entire basement uh-huh. has mannequins <laughs> hanging from the ceiling. Oh, no. I'm so glad I didn't go down there. I don't want to be staying in a room that's like a replica of seven other rooms that give weird vibes. I just don't think about it. Welcome back to another episode of Sword Art Online Odd. Uh, this is season two, episode four, I do believe, right? Am I, am I going to get a nod? Am I going to get a... Uh, no. <laughs> no. This is episode, not. What, what episode five. Was oh, episode five? Well, there you go. Well, I'm sorry. Remind me of your apparently uneventful episode last time. Wait, you don't remember the episode? I GM. Mean, what do you mean? This is what you're here for. You're my refresher. <laughs> okay. All right, guys, guys. We had a food fight. There was a food fight. That was probably the least eventful thing of the uneventful. <laughs> that was actually pretty fun. Not okay, gonna lie. Yeah, it was a good de-stressor. I was more so referring to, you know, breaking and entering, being attacked by giant dragons, you know, the whole nine yards. Well, that was just me. I was the one attacked by the I dragon. Got a cool deck of cards that I have absolutely no clue what they do. Technically, I stole them and I just gave them to you. You did. You just gave them to me. I know. I'm kind of... Because you're the only person who I trust enough to take them. I don't know why you trust her. I don't know why. Correction. She's the only person who's dumb enough to use them. Okay. Wow. Yeah, yeah, there you go. (laughs) There you go, buddy. Let's just dive right into it then. Let's see if she is dumb enough to use the cards. So... Oh, yeah. Mannequins. Oh, oh, mannequins! Yeah. She cut down all the mannequins in the basement, <sighs> and we're all sleeping in the uh, rooms of uh, children that aren't there anymore. Yep, yep. Well, I'm standing in the hallway, and all of our horses are down there, and so is my crow. Yeah, so I can check on them. Mm-hmm. Not that I would want to. <laughs> Caspian is a strong boy; he'd be able to do something. Do something, you know? It's it's something. All good. So. 
you all do. You are, I hate you. And you do. And you do. I'm going to make that a t-shirt, and you do. So you all find yourself in the middle of the evening and or night. Um, it's right before dusk. It's like 5 a.m. before the sun has risen. And you're all just sleeping soundly in your beds. Yeah, you got to bed a little er- bit earlier the past evening. So you're kind of all restlessly stirring now, slowly becoming aware of your surroundings and the uncomfortable nature of the eerie vibe that's just emanating from the fact that you realize you're sleeping in a room, but someone next to you is sleeping in an identical room. And the person next to them is sleeping in an identical room. And it's just a we little off sleeping in two rooms. Listen, it's like a back and forth, like a boomerang. It just, I don't know. We were playing not Risk of Rain. Like so listen, listen, we're playing Risk of Rain. And I'm just thinking There's of nothing to do with it. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Okay, so you're all slowly stirring in the morning. What do you do? Mm. Mm. All right. Mm. I'll slap Clyde's face just a little, little tap <laughs> up and at him. <laughs> Up and at him. No, it's not time to feed the chickens. Boy, ain't no chicken here except a Wilson, and he's getting better. Uh, no, I'm referring to you. You don't like puppets. I'm going to pull him (laughs) closer. What did you say to me? I I ain't no buck bucking chicken. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. You are a heavenly angel. That's why you have wings. I kiss... His forehead, that's right. Good boy. Okay. All right. Let's uh, get everyone else up. I love I how we always pan over to Zana and Clyde in the morning. It's like, there they are. <laughs> <laughs> Snow, please describe your sleeping arrangement. Uh, where, where do you find yourself? Uh, roll for it. <laughs> roll for it. I like roll that for it. 16, yeah. Where did I end up? Oh, Oh, did you actually want me? Yeah, dude, you can give us just nice cinematic. Where did you want to be? I considered, well, Snow considered sleeping in the bed. Right. But after a moment of like looking at it, actually, no, no. She probably got in the bed and then she she just probably sat up for an hour. And like probably by the time that Wilson fell asleep, she's like, "Uh uh-uh, this isn't going to work. This is uncomfortable. And not because it's uncomfortable. It's more along the lines of, I'm in the bed of somebody who's probably dead, and I don't know where they are. You're in the dead bed. I'm in a dead bed. So where did you find yourself? So I got off the bed, and I probably uh, pulled out my bedroll and threw it on the floor somewhere, and I hoped in the dark. Actually, it's not dark, because I can see where I'm going. Um, you emit five feet of <laughs> light everywhere you go. <laughs> and I'm probably having sli- trouble sleeping with that. Yeah, she you probably have insomnia. Well. <laughs> yeah. Wilson has an eye pillow. Uh, yeah i just uh, probably threw it down somewhere on the floor didn't care where it landed and just crawled in like half asleep but yeah freaked out mostly okay you just see wilson is just slumped over by a nearby wall he didn't look like he ever laid down he kind of just sat sat there fell asleep like arms crossed head slightly tilted Ooh, i don't know how people do that like that would kill my neck and my back I'm, yeah. You noticed he slept with one eye open. No, he didn't. Okay. Um, but right. you do both find yourself getting up in the morning and you hear Daniel staring outside as he took a night watch. Did you? The entire night? Did anyone tell me otherwise? I we thought were, we were going to take we shifts. We take turns. Well, you know, you all apparently slept in a bed and slept on the floor, so. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We didn't even, okay, we took shifts at some point. There's no way we just left Daniel because he's he wouldn't be doing too well. We agreed uh, to this. That's what we said. We were yep. going to take shifts. It is. 
this is just how we woke up in the morning. We all rotated. He ended up back in for the last shift. <laughs> I can roll with this. I mean, we all got some sleep. Roll your will saves. Uh huh. Twenty six. Sixteen. Okay. Seventeen. Mmm. <sighs> There's a lot of die being rolled. There's going to be a lot of die being. <laughs> uh. Snow and Clyde did not participate in the night watches. They were too soundly asleep. Oh, sorry, everybody. <laughs> they they were they were supposed to be at watch at some point, but when their shifts came around, the next person went to sleep, attempting to stir them, and they kind of just acted like they were getting up, rolled over, and went back to sleep. All right. To be fair, I probably don't get enough sleep because of sunlight. But so you're all stirring in the midst of the morning, and you all exit your rooms. Well, none of us died. Let me check downstairs. Your your vision's foggy. It's kind of like in a haze. Kind of like you're getting television static. Oh. <laughs> what do you do? Do I, I really not see anything? Can I roll you're, you're for getting, this? Yeah, you can roll. I don't even know what that would be. Uh, what? Do, do a will save. 18. You're getting static. It's like the connection of your telepathic link is being intercepted almost uh hey guys um or someone can can you guys come down check on the uh horses i guess i'm coming out of my room when she says that i'm like wait what's wrong i mean don't we have to get our horses to leave anyways yeah yeah so here's the thing i'm just so worried about caspian you know uh poor boy having been with each other in a while. He probably misses all so of my kisses. why don't you go downstairs? Because and... I don't want to go alone. I'll, catch... I'll take Clyde by the hand. I don't want to go alone. Then you... You're, you're I'll take Daniel alone. as well. Oh. I don't want to go alone. Oh, okay. Well, I guess Why don't we all now. just go down there yeah, we and all, get our we stuff and then leave? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll, wait up, I'll, I'll wait at the top of the cellar. I'll go out the front door. I don't, I'm not going down there. That is a Ferris. That's okay. Um, <laughs> see, Clyde, who's the chicken now? You're the person who's grabbing multiple individuals. I didn't ask you. Clyde just kind of gives you this glance of just, but you just did. <laughs> but you literally just did. Okay, guys. Let's go. So we'll start heading downstairs. So Zana, Clyde, and Daniel all make their way downstairs, and Wilson and Snow are kind of just standing up by the top, just kind of like, bye, guys. <laughs> Hope you find your dad. Wait, Wilson, don't you need to get Angus? Yeah, but I can't leave you alone. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be fine. That's I have fine. Nichia. I'll just call him when uh, we're outside. He'll come. He's a well-trained horse. Nichia ex machina. <laughs> <laughs> so who's going down the stairs first? Um, I ha- I still have Daniel and Clyde by the hand. I have not let go. Who's going down the stairs first? I guess I will. Wait, Him. Daniel's first feminine contact. Yeah, yeah. I don't Daniel's think it's first. his first. <laughs> no, I don't think. I'm no, sure whatever. he's touched a woman before in his life. <laughs> Say bye bye, little sacrificial lamb. <laughs> I'm the healer of the group, so that would. I eh. think she oh, called you virgin. Yeah, that's fair. Because you said sacrifice. Okay, listen. I, I thought you meant like virgin sacrifice that. or something. So, you're all walking down the stairs. Both I'm the- going to cast light on my wrench cool. so we can see things. Great. Roll perception checks to see what you see with your newfound light. 
I could, that includes I have, you. No, I have dark. I don't care. Roll your perception check. 21. 21. 26. Oh, okay. You see before you. Mm. And you do. <laughs> <laughs> As you make your way down the stairs in a single file line, mm-hmm. the old wooden boards slowly creak beneath your feet. Mm-hmm. The dark room is slowly illuminated mm-hmm. by this wrench that is slowly penetrating the darkness, which reveals contorted mannequins lying all across the floor. And you peer over to the empty, cold cellar cement floor and you make a step, but it doesn't sound like a solid, but rather that a liquid. And you, you find on your boot dripping a red fluid. Don't you freaking dare. As you gaze over these floors and you, you see the carcasses. Don't you freaking dare. Of the horses. Don't. The <laughs> they seem to have been strangled and contorted like... A constrictor slowly squeezed them, and eventually their internal organs just erupted, and they slowly bled out. GM, are you serious with me? You, you... Oh. Are all the horses dead? Both horses are on the ground. There was three down there. Oh, wait, yeah, Haku. So, yeah, all three of them. Yeah, so Haku, Angus, and Caspian. Oh. Healer, heal my horse. Can you can you do anything? Is uh, what's the verdict, Doc? Doc. <laughs> I'm a healer, not a necromancer. Okay, are they they they're really dead? Yeah, they dead. Where's where's Alistair? You see his body also crumpled, as if his wings were crushed and he was slowly strangled. Well, at least I you knew can... I should have burned the freaking mannequins. Then why didn't you? Uh, because, oh, no, we were fired. That would have alerted the police of our presence. That, that's an accurate statement. You see Clyde run down the steps. I'm going to go back up the steps to the mannequins okay. that are now on the floor. What? Wait, back up the steps? The mannequins are on the floor on the cement. Oh, they're on the... Yeah, the, the basement. Okay. Yeah. I will go up to the man... One, one, any of them, and I will start stabbing it furiously. I don't even need to roll a will save. I would fail. I'm stabbing this thing. <laughs> oh, you uh, do you realize that might make all the others, like, try and kill you too? Because, I don't like, care. Do you, like, want to die? Because I would prefer I'm not just, to. I'm stabbing it. I'm stabbing it. Susanna pulls cut, out cut. two twin daggers and goes to stab the nearest mannequin that's found on the cement floor. And then you get this ear grating clink, sounding as if metal just hit concrete. And just like that, your vision snaps. My vision or his vision or everyone's vision? What were we And everyone doing? sees your horses standing there by the entranceway and a pile of mannequins left just like they were as last night. Arizona! What oh. the heck? Oh, that's so mean. That was mean. GM. <laughs> if, oh, I I'm... got my makeup done today. Do not make me <laughs> stop it. Stop it. She's visibly upset, GM. She's happy I'm going to whoop your butt, GM. <laughs> I don't need this emotional torture. I'm just curious. Do you mean in game, in person, or oh, both? Oh, he knows in person. I was going to say, how are you going to whoop an omniscient Clyde run, runs down the stairs, jumps, runs over to Haku. He's like, I didn't thought you were good. Kiss me. Oh, oh my food. Oh. Kiss me. Out of game. It's a good thing Wilson didn't go down there. 
Oh, oh. my gosh. Mm-hmm. 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 The man might have destroyed the world. Give him a hug. You know, that might not have been the worst outcome. <laughs> the reason why you like stabbing the ground in the morning. Oh, well, we all thought you were dead. Alistair just flaps his wings. Not dead. Yeah, there's some sort of illusion that goes on in this basement that made us all think you had been, like, crushed and deadened. That's um, a word now. Everyone who's forgetting out of this stupid quacking house, say I, I. I'll make Alistair say I. I. And Clyde just jumps in. I, we're leaving them. Can't take this. Yep. You you don't, I don't upstairs. even need to say anything. Yeah. I think it's kind of assumed at this point. You hear from upstairs, Wilson say, is everything okay down there, guys? No. <laughs> well, I mean, well, help, let's just hurry up and get out of here then. <laughs> Agreed. And Wilson just turns to stuff. What's going on with them? I don't know. Did, did she sleep what, like poorly last night? It's possible. I, I mean, mean it was both, a lot. Yeah, so. true. Could just be a morning thing. <laughs> I do not. It's always about that horse. It's always about the horse. <laughs> GM, that was you did that just to play with my emotions because you no. know how much I quacking love that horse. All right. Um Snow just looks at Wilson and she says, you know, well, I don't mind us going out of this building. We also don't know if they're if Tobias or anybody else is looking for us with Yeah, I don't I don't I don't give pitchforks and pitchforks and stuff. I mean it's possible what what really are we gonna do? We were told to investigate the town. True. Um, no. I'm do upstairs. I ha- yeah, I thought we were walking upstairs. You're going to take your horse up the oh creaky wooden steps that people had to I thought they walk? were outside the cellar door waiting for us. No, no we're out- at the oh, top floor. Oh, I go outside the sp- so you cellar. So you climb your way up out of the cellar into the morning fog. The sun is just slowly starting to peak, but it barely is able to permeate the dense fog that is overlying the entire town as the mist rolls by and the dew settles on the fresh morning grass. You make your way up the concrete cellar and you are out into the open morning town with the lanterns still lit. Mm, Boy, was it this foggy yesterday? No. No. Wait, no, that's that's what weather's called. That's what weather does. That's kind of what weather does. I mean, I'm not a... Whether you like it or not. Uh, I was trying to do a wink, but that looked more like my eye was twitching. (laughs) So Clyde, Zana, and Daniel are making their way out to the front of the house, which they are able to come around as Snow and Wilson are finishing climbing in between the the wooden boards that barred the front door. Oh, I think, oh, dang, I think I got a splinter. I think a spider web's in my hair. Oh, oh, wait, Wilson, hold on, hold still, hold still. Why? Snow reaches up. And she pretends to grab something off of his head. Just close her hand around it. You're good. What's in your hand? No, no, don't worry about it. Worried about it. I'm worried about it. But I'm more worried about it. The less you tell me to worry about it, the more worried I'm going to get. Hey, Zana. Oh, hey, Snow. We're going to talk about this later. I'll give her a look. Can I take what was in her hand? I pass it to Zana very slyly. And I wink. Oh, this is so cute. It's Wilson, Pierre you want to Oh my gosh. And I'll throw it on. <laughs> Pretend to throw it on Wilson. <laughs> it's Pierre 2.0. <laughs> Small Pierre. Does he have no reaction? Do and I need to roll a bluff? I mean, you can, but. Oh, he not crit. He not crit. So he just stands there and glares at you both and shakes his head. Not funny. <laughs> to be fair. You've got a job to do, people. <laughs> not a time for jokes and games. Mm. Well. You know what my Nana always said? 
Nothing. I really don't remember my grandmother. But you know what my Aunt Helen always said? No clue. Well, I don't, I don't think any of us actually know. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we know. Because we never met the woman, so. Yeah. No, we don't Would know what she said. Do continue, though. <laughs> <laughs> we just have to clarify. We don't, we don't know. No. <laughs> you know what she said? No. <laughs> no, I don't know what she said. <laughs> Come on, Zona, aren't you going to tell us? Clive's like, L, like nudging stop, you at this stop, point. Stop, 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 stop. I'm trying to calm down. <laughs> if you see a man and you know what to do. Mm. What is that it? What? Like half of a homage. Like what, what is this? I don't Daniel's know. just dying over in the corner. <laughs> if you see a man and know what to do. But the point of it is, the moral of the story <laughs> We didn't even get the meat of the story. I don't know what the meat is. What's the moral? No, no, no. Trust me. She normally has these. They're really good. It's like a Chinese proverb. <laughs> the moral of the story is it's always time for games and laughter because they're the one thing in life that can make you happy in a stressful situation such as getting your horses slaughtered. And that's the moral of the story. Wait, what did, they have, what did this I have to no do with I men? men <laughs> and knowing what to do. I don't understand. Well, I don't know. Why don't you ask the quacking woman herself? She was a woman of mystery. Oh, yeah. By the way, uh, something is kind of weird with the basement in this house. It made it look like all of the horses had been uh, constricted to death. And Alistair. Yeah, like their guts were spilled out everywhere. The floor was covered in blood and hey, there um, were mannequins Daniel, everywhere. your your calmness in the situation makes me kind of uncomfortable. It didn't Daniel scare didn't you a have bit. a horse That's he cared true. about. It's okay. It's making me uncomfortable too. Um. So, um, Guild Leader Snow. I'll take her by the hand. I have a proposition. Another proposal? Actually, yes. <laughs> of what variety? I'll take the ring of direction that I got. <laughs> oh, dear me. I'll slip it onto her finger. This is Wait, not... wait, wait. Which hand? Left hand. Okay, you got the wrong hand. Oh. There. This is a, a ring from me to you that is not cursed. Are we Isn't sure about that? Am I engaged again? Wow. Twice in, what, how many, how many weeks has this been? Several, several weeks, twice in several weeks already. Mm. Dang, Zana. Also, she gets around. So, you know, you know, I do. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, you know how we're like being pursued or something. People might be after us and how, you know, maybe a distraction in the town or a commotion See, I would had be a, very helpful for us in our endeavors. I had a plan for this as I, well. I propose we burn down this house. Let's not burn down the no, house. No, 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 no. You don't understand the benefits of burning down the house. Azana, I'm, we don't need to all, add arson to our list of issues maybe and Maybe your list. All right. I would love to add it to my list. Okay. Again. So this was the thing I thought of last night when I couldn't fall asleep, you know, for a while. Um, really? You slept like a rock. See? The, the, a very bright rock. <laughs> it's called a glowstone. Oh, I thought it was called a moonstone. No, that's what Mohit had on him. Oh, <laughs> that explains a lot. It really does. Wilson just chimes in and he smacks his glaive on the ground. He's like, me and Snow were talking last night. We came to a conclusion. Aw, mommy and daddy were finally talking again. What? Nothing. Go just, ahead. And we decided to put our child on timeout. And he's rolling with the joke and points a glaive at you. <laughs> Both of you. Okay, so here was the thought. Zana, mm -hmm. 
Daniel, we're going to turn you in. Okay. It'll get us into the mayor's house. We are all, we're kind of accomplices, but we probably won't be arrested. We're more like witnesses to the situation. Okay, yeah. Here's my thing, though. Aren't they after you as well? And aren't we in the same guild? And wouldn't you need a high bluff check or, points at herself, someone with a high bluff check and or intimidate? I actually have probably a higher bluff check. Uh, You got a 13 bluff? I have a 14 in my sing, which counts as my bluff. (laughs) Overachiever. (laughs) See, that's actually a really good idea, though. See, I got a high bluff. People take what I say and they take it to heart. However. Except when you assault magic geese. See, the thing is. Shut the quack up, all right? That was an accident. That's what you wanted the goose to do. It was an accident and it was not assault. Exactly. Okay, listen. it was a pepper. We turn you in. But we plead insanity. That would possibly us? work. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean Daniel? Up? We just—I don't know what we're gonna argue for you, Daniel. Maybe we won't turn Daniel in. Daniel will make you hide somewhere. Maybe we'll put you like inside of. Uh... I'm the only one being. Into- oh wait, you guys are forgetting one of our key key t- tools for pe- people. Alistair, he can turn into any one of you. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Ooh. Wait, Daniel, Ooh. do you do a disguise or do you have an, a disguise kit? We could disguise Daniel. And, I have um, nothing in either of those. I okay. have a high disguise, but you guys don't want to do turn a, me in. Do you have a disguise spell? No. Well, okay. actually, mm. I have a fake mustache. Well, we, uh, I have a bunch of hair up. clippings that I glued together that can pass as a mustache. Clyde speaks up and slowly starts to push his way in between Zana and Snow. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa I'm not. She's not behind this whole idea. Unless we can get, like, bail. Can we afford bail? Is mm. bail a thing? Well, I have a lot of money, but I am glad you're finally being pushy, Clyde. Okay, Clyde, how much was the bread when we went to the store? Has anything in this town been overly pricey? No. 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 So we probably can afford bail. Okay. All right. Bail. The we might not even we might not even have to do it because if Zana <clears throat> you gets dude, out of prison in some I way, can... or if we put an Alistair in prison. Oh ah. yeah, no. Well okay. the real point not was not without me. Wilson's not again. Looking at the two of you, is we wanted double agents on the inside. We can surrender you guys to get you inside the house. And then I can be like, oh man, those uh, tippity tap traitors or whatever. I hate the guts. Or you can just plead insanity and also talk about the fact that the goose is terrifying to you and you thought he was a goose. But that's the truth. It is. So you don't have to bluff. That's a good point. Mm hmm. I don't like you using my honesty is the best emotional policy. trauma. Okay, okay, listen. <laughs> what we could do, we just throw a goose in front of you or like a squirrel or something. <laughs> Either way, you attack it. Insanity plea. I think it's a great plan. I'm fine with this. Whatever <laughs> you like, decide. Throw me in jail. I'm not insane. I'm just a mild psychopath. There's but, a difference. Okay, but eh, close we, enough. We don't know their law system here. So, I mean, at most, they'll probably just like do a slap on the wrist, maybe I cut your wrist the right off. To attorney. All right, turn around. What? That's your attorney. (laughs) 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 Kill somebody. (laughs) So, 
What do we do? Do we want to like go to Tobias and turn them in, or do we just go straight to the mayor's house? Or well, like, nobody seems ooh, to be ooh, looking ooh, for ooh, us. Ooh. You want to cuff me? You can cuff me. Cuff me. Mm. It'll be more convincing. Cl- Clyde pulls out these. Yeah, I've been waiting to use these for weeks. Those are uh, fuzzy handcuffs. Those are not. And he just takes off the inserts. <laughs> these uh, were purchased. Uh, you got the key? Yes. Always have the key. I'll take the key. See? Snow is looking like just complete dead, not deadpan face, but... Remember, the safety word is avocado. Questioning. I'm just going to pretend I'm not seeing this. Oh, also, Snow, I yes, have Daniel. stone shape. I can transform into a rock. <laughs> <laughs> It's not the only time you're going to get rock hard for anyone. (laughs) I don't think that's what that does. (laughs) Kind of is. You can... I I don't think that... No. You can mold up to 18 cubic feet of stone. Oh, I'm sorry. I misread it. You you could make a sculpture of yourself. Uh, He was just paralyzed by... um, A A chicken. A chicken? Yeah, you know those chickens in mythology that when you look at them, they turn you into stone, and the only way to get one to turn you back into stone is a cockatrice. A- yeah. Okay, so I'm assuming we're at the plan. Everyone's in agreement. We turn Zana in, maybe Daniel. No, 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 no. Why would we turn Daniel in? Hey, yo, uh, Alistair. <laughs> <laughs> Words. Turn into Daniel. I know you won't like it, but it's only for a little bit. It's okay. I understand why you wouldn't like being me. And Alistar does manage to manifest himself into a perfect replica of Daniel. And okay. he does. And you do. You see before you another version of Daniel. Everyone roll a perception check real quick. Oh, he's going to beat us. <laughs> 22. 23. <laughs> 11. <laughs> okay, you are too enamored by your bird. You're like, look, look at my bird. Isn't it amazing? Look at it. It's a Daniel, except better, because it's my bird. You're just like standing, modeling your bird for everyone. And everyone slowly starts to realize the lanterns of the town seem to be moving. What's uh, up with the lanterns? Uh, oh, and they spaghetti. seem to be multiplying. Hey, guys. Yeah? Does that seem like a hunting party kind of lantern? Yeah, a bit. Just a bit. Who the quack has a hunting party? All right, all right, all right. We get the, gl- get the, get the stuff on our wrist. Put the handcuffs there. Oh, uh, okay. Clyde just slowly... Uh, Should we handcuff me to Alistair? Clyde eagerly just, just slaps them on, kind mm. of nervous. Just like, yeah, yes. just, I think this is how they go on. And he tightens them. Uh, that's a bit tight. A little too tight. <laughs> and then he puts them on. He, he, he looks at the two of them. And he just throws them on one of them real quick and accidentally gets the real Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> That's the wrong one, you idiot! I'll take out the key and unlock it real quick. Before you get a chance to, you hear Tobias's voice. Halt! We've been looking all over the town for you. We caught them, Sir Tobias. Should it be Sir Tobias or Officer Tobias? Officer's fine. Officer Tobias, we caught them. And he just he's just like pointing at you right now with a pitchfork and a lantern in his other hand. Oh, you all have been nothing but trouble since you came here. Not really. First day you come in, you interrupt me on my night shift. Oh, this is because I didn't get you your coffee, isn't it? Second day you come in, I hear there are dead bodies in the Herald's house. The third day you're here... Those were already there. I get news that the resident wizard librarian is attacked and that the restricted area of the library had been broken into. Yo, somebody's breaking into his restricted area? I don't know if you should believe that. I mean, he is a goose. (sighs) 
Anyways, the lot of you... She's goosest. All of you will be coming with me. You have a hearing. Congratulations. We moved up your appointment with the mayor. Oh, that's certainly convenient. Thank you, Tobias. (laughs) The only thing is it might cost one of you your heads. (gasps) Ooh. Oh, sorry. I shouldn't be excited. (laughs) (laughs) So him and about three or four other townsfolk slowly start escorting you over to the mayor's house. Which other townsfolk? You know which one I want. You see a number of individuals. You see... Zachary Brown, Snow, mm-hmm. you recognize him from the farmer's house. Mm. You, say something Daniel, funny. you see Thomas Smith, the blacksmith. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. You see Father Anderson in the background, like making like crosses, throwing water on you people. No, not bayonets. No. And he's speaking something in Latin. Mm-hmm. And? And you, you see one small. Indominus rectus. <laughs> Small. Little lady, the only one in the group. You see Marissa there, and she's got her hands folded, and she seems like she's muttering a silent prayer for all of you. Yo, Marissa! Oh, I'm so sorry that this has happened. You all seem like such nice folks. I I hope your hearing with the mayor goes well. I'm sure you didn't do it. (laughs) Yo, do what? I don't know. People have been saying crazy things about you guys. Like, I know Harold and his his wife had their disputes, but they're saying that you killed all of them. That... You assaulted the mayor, uh, mean, that you assaulted the librarian, and that you, you broke in and tried to steal things. They said that inventory went missing. Ooh. Uh-huh. Sounds like a bunch of liars to me. Wow. I feel hurt. I know. I, I've been trying to plead with you, and I, currently we, uh, we, we have Matthew um, trying to talk them down. Uh, he, he, I think he, he already went in, but... Uh, I just hope you're all all right. I'll come and visit you later if I can. I mean, yeah, I I appreciate you believing in us. I mean, does this really look like the face of a killer to you? I'll give her a smile. Can I, like, roll for some sort of diplomacy or something? Yeah, you can roll to assuage her look, fears. Everyone has to look at us and <laughs> somebody crit fails or would something. That, would that be diplomacy? Yeah. Okay. Well, now, <laughs> that's a 23 in diplomacy. Does this look like the face of a killer to you? I know, that's why I'm saying you didn't do it. You all were so nice and generous, and I'm trying to convince them. So's Matthew. Mm. It's all right, sweetheart. Back away, my dear child. There's no need for interference with these foul demons. And he just throws Whoa, water Whoa, Father Anderson, what about the donation to wait, the church? Wait, wait, does he, he throw water at my yeah. face? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and Tobias Yo. starts prodding you with the pitchfork in the back. Go! Go on now! Oh, man, I just want to ask You have your hearing. I'll have my hearing. I'll turn to, can I turn to him like really, I don't want to, smugly? Well, I haven't had my hearing in three years. Finally, I'll be able to hear the chirps of birds in the morning. All you'll be hearing is the clackling of chains as you're going to the dungeon. Is that that a bird? I hear a bird right now. Look, they're done. (laughs) Now, now, everyone, I'd like everyone to calm down. I'd like to roll diplomacy just to assuage the situation a little bit. A little bit. Uh, With my sing, that is a 29. Oh, very good. Mm -hmm. Well, with your honey-tongued words, you better keep the rest of them in order then. Yes, sir. We we will walk. We just don't need to be poked by pitchforks. I'm sure we will clear all this up right away. Snow, I don't know about you. It's kind of my fetish. Um... (laughs) 
<laughs> I just want everyone to know that you might want to back away just for the reason that this might be a sexual turn on for one party member in this group. And that yeah, is just not Daniel. something we want to deal be, with. Be gone, pal demon. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just, you just see Father Anderson five oh, foot no. away just sprinkling her with water. Father Anderson, you're we're- getting me all wet, Father Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> oh stop. no, stop. <laughs> stop. Okay. By the way, real quick, rolls. Roll a fortitude save for me. 16. Certain places where the water is hitting your exposed skin, you feel it start to tingle, burn a little. And you can see on the parts of your clothes where it's touched, it's slowly looking like it's eating away at the fibers. Yo, dude, is that acid? Uh, as you see he picking up him picking it up out of his vial or bowl, his fingers seem to be completely unharmed. Doing you throwing acid around? Acid. Clearly I'm just exorcising the demon from within you. Be free, my child. Dad? <laughs> I mean he is a father. Sorry, Father Anderson. She didn't know her fa- her family. She's a little And Tobias wandering. just takes the blunt uh the butt end of his pitchfork and he just jabs Anderson in the gut. Back away! This is. This doesn't have anything to do with you. Aw, that's my dad. There'll be time for retribution later. That's my dad. Right now, they have to be sentenced. Sentenced before the trial? Calm down, Tobias. Well, it's not my job to make these decisions. That's why we're headed to the mayor. Man, I was being so nice you'll, to you, too. You'll face your jury and your trial, uh. and the decision will be made what happens to the lot of you. See, this is why I don't like small towns. Wait, like all of us individually? I'll point to the. Can I point out Alistair instead of Daniel? I'd be able to. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I pointed the Alistair version of Daniel. Why? Why all of us? He's the one that actually broke into the library and stole stuff. He did. I would like to assist her bluff. Okay. Oh, can I roll a bluff check? That's what you're doing currently. Yes. Twenty-eight in intimidate. Oh. Well, so you're not rolling uh, intimidate, you're rolling bluff. Oh, 20. If you're trying to intimidate him, then it's going to be very different. in bluff, I'm okay. sorry. I 20 in assisting, so she would get a plus yeah. two. He's at 30 right now. I got excited, I'm sorry. It was my little 28 song. <laughs> we appreciate it. You'll all be facing your trial in there, so... And he just looks at Daniel, and then Daniel, <laughs> and looks very confused. <laughs> so whatever's going on with this lot here, you'll all be tried. That's Daniel and Schmaniel. You didn't meet his twin brother? Yeah. I don't care what your name is. All I care is the crimes that were committed and the fact that we've got one of you. And he's just pointing his pitchfork at the two of them. <laughs> Dude, you really haven't noticed there was two of them this whole time? That was kind of rude. It's not my job to know who comes and goes. It's my job. Well, actually, <laughs> yes, it actually. Is. <laughs> your crime is not knowing who entered in the town. Who's the villain now? When anyway. you first came through my gates, there were only the and he count and he starts counting. The lot of you, mine is that one, and he points to Alistar. And the the big tall one and the little girl. So that makes up seven. Speaking of which, where are they? Actually, well, there was eight. And then you said the one ran off. Oh, yeah, he did. Into the forest. He turned into a he werewolf. He turned into a werewolf. That's so you claim, which is why you're being taken to the mayor. Alright. So to get a go. proper hearing in order so we can line up all the facts as they stand and decide what needs to be done. All mm-hmm. right, let's go. Let's go. We got justice on our side. So he slowly starts leading you down the road, which is really a short distance away because 
the yeah. current house is right by the intersection and you just walk up to the giant mayor's walls. Mm, this the is the kidney. first time you've really looked at them too in depth, but they seem to be 15 feet made out of stone with metal spires on the top of them. But they all come together at the front in the form of a metal gate, which slowly creaks open. And Tobias puts his pitchfork down. This is as far as I go. I'll escort you from here. Ooh, is it Sebastian? And you look and you see Sebastian. Hey, Bessie, how you doing? Well, it looks as if you've managed to get yourself moved up the schedule. Oh, yeah. You mean the empty schedule? so many appointments ahead of us. Even though it may be on unsavory circumstances, follow me. And he starts to lead you. All and right. he motions for you to come in the gates. As we're walking, I am going to uncuff myself. Might want to sleight of hand that. Uh, okay. That's just a recommendation. <laughs> My sleight of hand is still 16. Okay. Sebastian doesn't attempt to stop you. You are managed to uncuff yourself perfectly fine. And you could even pass the key off to Daniel if you wish. Oh, oh, okay. And he is uncuffed as well. You are making your way down a cobblestone path. You see a beautifully trimmed and tended to yard and garden with pristinely, freshly crypt clipped grass and as well as hedges, which are making all kinds of hedge sculptures with very beautiful trees and all myriads of types of flowers. Do I see a turtle? No. There's no turtle. That is disappointing. But you're making your way up this cobblestone path, which is actually rather wide, almost as wide as the road you came through, and it's leading all the way up till you see the mayor's house. Cobblestone path loops around in a giant circle around a fountain until in the center of which you see the stairway up to the mayor's house. <laughs> well, someone is definitely not embezzling from his town, you know? <laughs> no, not at all. Nah, nah. So, so, Sebastian, how long has the mayor uh, been the mayor? Forty years. Oh, 40, huh? What the quack is... How old is he? Uh, uh, forty years. <laughs> <laughs> I will make that in a mocking voice. Forty years. I suppose he'd be in his early 60s by now. Boy, he was mayor at 20? That's impressive. He was a well-off merchant in the town. And how should we address the mayor? What name should we use to address him? Your Highness? You shall, and he st like sternly turns around and glares down at you. He's taller than you, so he has to bend down a little bit to look at you. You shall address them, both the mayor and his wife, as Mr. and Mrs. Dovian. Is that clear? Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Crystal. And you make you slowly start making your way up the stone stairway. You're able to see while you're on the outside of it now that this is the largest house by far that you've seen in the town. The, the house that you were just in, owned by Dr. Vasquez, pales in comparison. Even at Harold's Manors, it pales in comparison. This one is far larger. The layout, as you see as the doors open, is similar, but on a much grander scale. Hey, Snow, you think he's compensating for something? Probably. Mm, oh, yeah. Or he just has money. I'm going to make it like he's kind of, it just makes me feel better. <laughs> mm -hmm. You see before you a multi-storied house with many, many windows covering the entire thing, all with dark maroon curtains hanging from them to complement the very beautiful cobblestone and spruce trim of the ornate house, which is uh, flawless in design. And you're making your way in through the entrance, and you are greeted by a wonderfully large foyer. 
Ooh, mm, very nice. Somebody give me the name of this architect. Wow. You make your way into the foyer and you see two spiraling staircases leading up to a second floor with a chandelier above in this main entranceway. I love me some symmetry. I'm feeling some Phantom of the Opera vibes right now. I like it. Phantom of the Opera? Yeah. It, it's a book and a musical. Uh, yeah, okay. You'll be following me and you're being escorted to the sitting room. And he just starts walking straight ahead. I assume we sit in the sitting room? That is its general purpose, ma'am. What if I want to stand, Sebastian? You'll all be standing. Then why are you taking us to so the sitting So he, he just starts walking straight back into the house past and underneath the staircases, which open and lead up to two giant spruce doors that are roughly 10 feet tall. And they open up an arch wide and you are led into a rather large room with floor to ceiling windows on either side of a massive fireplace on both sides of which you see two velvet chairs sat a man and a woman. Is the fireplace lit? Yes. <laughs> I, might get, <laughs> I might get my arson badge after all. Oh, thank you. Oh, no. <laughs> Just kidding. You are all brought into the room until you're about in the center, and then the door closes behind you. All right. As you asked, Mr. and Mrs. Dovian, these individuals have been brought to your attendance. Snow will make a bow gesture just to be diplomatic about it. If I could roll it as diplomacy to improve sure. the mood of the room. Yeah, I will do the same. Can I roll a sop in diplomacy? 24. Oh, what? Sop, but with diplomacy. Go for it. Uh... <laughs> 25. I rolled a 20 total. Okay. Sup, but regally. You see a man in a gray suit stand up. He does a three-piece suit, wonderful gray pants. He's wearing a tie and he stands up with a cane. He has gray hair that is fading, which complements his suit, but he still has very sharp blue eyes. He's a married man, Zana. He's a married man. <laughs> huh. Welcome, everyone. At least I see some of you have manners. And he points to Snow. Did my sub do nothing? And you see his wife sitting to the other side of him. Yes, um, some of you have found a little bit more charming than the others. Sana, it's a culture thing. You're probably at negatives for doing that. I'm whispering that kind of politely. I will do my best curtsy. Apologies. So they did make a lady out of you after all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she was an orphan. You're Miss Dolvian. I was going to say your grace, but I wasn't sure where to go with that. <laughs> Miss Dalvian. Mrs. Dalvian. Hmm. I'm sure you're all aware of why you're here today. I hear you've been making quite a ruckus out of our town. If all the accusations were to be true, some of you would be sent to the hanging grounds. Oh, dude, we going to hang? I mean, <clears throat> <clears throat> well. Please make your case, because we've heard many eyewitness accounts, which are rather alarming. Um, did you... Well, I think, like, <clears throat> I think the most severe case is that of the Herald's Manor. Is that not correct? It's one of the many. Hmm. I do understand that we are under scrutiny for murdering the people in there. Is that true? The case is still under investigation. We are trying to get all the details. Hmm. That is just hearsay, and that is why we are holding a hearing in order to better get all of the information properly situated for our expedient trial on the matter. 
I present to you this. If we did kill the people in there, why would we bring it to the town guard's attention? Especially if nobody's gone in there in weeks, yes, as we've Mr. been told. Yes, and Mrs. Dolvian, I brought the Harold case to the attention of Mr. Tobias, Officer Tobias, recently, as we had ventured in there because we heard screams and we were concerned for the safety of the family, especially of the one that was screaming. And when we went in, we found... Um, well, first Mrs. Harold, the door was unlocked. It was unlocked and it was slightly ajar. We announced ourselves and nobody responded. So when we entered... Yes, yes, yes. So we're all aware. All right. Are you? Yes, we are. We have been updated from Tobias. Your story has already been told to us. We appreciate it and we don't greatly expect you in that case. But that still does leave the matter of the incident at the library. I'll point... Uh, at Alistair version of Daniel. Him. Well, yes, that was only half of the incident, and he looks directly at you. What was the other half? The other half where we have our dear librarian, who has been in our servitude for many decades now, being assaulted by a spell. I wasn't trying to assault him. Uh, you're... Mayorness, your your bailiness. I don't know how else to go. With this. You your grace? ask for my side of the story. Here it is. I have traumatic experience with geese. I'm not gonna lie. I have a scar on my calf from being bitten by a goose. When I saw goose, saw he could talk. He explained he was a wizard. That was fine, and I kept my calm. However, without any warning, he became aggravated at us. I was extremely startled, not wanting to hurt him, because if I wanted to, I mean, he's a goose. It wouldn't be that hard. Am I wrong? I can't. I, I bought spells like yesterday or whatever. I wanted to help him calm down with sleep. I figured when he wake up, woke up, we could explain ourselves and he wouldn't be so mad. But then he's like, Psh, now you ins assault me. I was like, dude, I was trying to help. <clears throat> I mean... I was like, dude, I was trying to help. And in the case of your intentions, the fact is you still... Trying to find <laughs> Assaulted? Did the deed. Well, it, it's the recklessly prospect of... Acted recklessly. Well, there's a spell. If intention of spell is inferred upon casting, so you can either choose to accept or deny the spell... Due to the nature of the cast of it, your intentions were clear is what I'm trying to figure out how to... Well. Intent it, to cast? My it, intentions were to make him fall asleep, not assault him. And in the case, if you came up and had the best intentions of subduing a, a situation, but your solution was to render a party completely unconscious after one of your fellow members was breaking into a restricted area... I don't think that is by any means legal, at least not here in our town. I don't know where you come from. <laughs> I don't really know either. <laughs> I don't really know as well. <laughs> oh, no. Uh-uh. Snow just standing back, like, covering her mouth and just looks kind of like, oh, but crap. It is clear that I wasn't really trying to hurt him. Do you agree or disagree? The matter still stands that inventory was found missing. And if you are indeed with him, that individual, 
and you were attempting to incapacitate the keeper of the library when inventory went missing, that would mean you are an accomplice to the entire situation. What was stolen? An immensely rare magical artifact worth tens of thousands of gold. I already have tens of thousands of gold. I'll flex my muscles. You're looking at the champion of the fifth floor. Um, well, that's fine then. Then I bet it won't be any problem for you to pay bail. I mean, like, ten gold? <laughs> mm. Mr. Dolvian, as you can see, clearly um, she, she kind of like puts her hand to the side of her mouth and whispers, she's a little, um, and, and signals with her hand, crazy. Not really sound of mind. If you understand my meaning, sir. Call me a charity case. They'll love it. She's a charity case. <laughs> Regardless of the situation, dues must be paid. There was irreparable damage done to the library after the confrontation, and some valuable artifacts have gone missing. Well, did you ever think that maybe somebody else stole them? Due to all the commotion? I mean, that we're not the only... That would be a reasonable conclusion, but due to the sporadic nature of the event that occurred, then the only way would be someone cooperating with you to, during the disturbance, lift the items. But also, due to the magic sensors found throughout the library, we can tell that you were the only individuals in at the time. Mm. Well, wait, was I in there while the things were being stolen? Well, yes, that is why you've been brought here. We can tell at the exact time the lock was broken on the vault door to get into the restricted area of the library, which is where we keep many important government documents. That is why it is restricted. Well, Mr. Dolvian and Mrs. Dolvian, we were booted out of the library when our compatriot here tried to cast a sleep spell on the librarian. Yeah. That was a really weird way for me to say librarian. I'm sorry, librarian. And yet this individual who's still been traveling with your party was still located in the library far after. Yeah, him, not us. So are you telling me that in the system of whatever hierarchy this is, that the leadership is not held responsible for its individual working members? Who is the leader? I mean, really, Snow. <laughs> I apologize. I am the leader of this guild. And did you group. not have an understanding and control of your own members? Clearly I did not, and I glare at Zana. Well, it's not like you have control over all the people of your town. You, quote-unquote, control the town. But we do indeed attempt to have swift and readied justice for the entirety of the town, hence why we are solving many of the cases as we speak. And we deal with them directly, as it is seen here. Are you sure you're not holograms? Slap me. Prove it. You're not uh, Okay, oh please, God. please. Wilson, please restrain oh, her. Why, I never... And yet I thought someone made a lady out of you yet. I was time to correct it. Well, a lady deserves punishment, does she not? Snow basically says, Wilson, restrain her. And Wilson kind of just steps forward, holds out his glaives, and slowly starts to push her back. <sighs> my apologies. I clearly do not have very good control over my members, and they need more training. And I do not mean those kind of members, Zana. Well, then, if anything is in order and you seem unfit to do so, we, as the townspeople here, will have to have some form of discipline. You are free if you can conjure up the lost item that would significantly decrease the rate of the bail. Edgewise, the current bail fee would be 50,000 gold for the irreparable damages done to the library. Furthermore, if that is not turned in, the alternative would be two weeks 
in local jail. Uh, well, since we don't have the stolen item, I mean... I ain't giving up that deck of cards. <laughs> um, Daniel's just going... Mm. Okay, wait. Out I'm going to choke you after game. this. No, 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 no. Out of game. Do you know that the other person is in jail? The, the person that we were trying to talk to in the first place? I know. So if I get put in jail, I get to talk to him. And it's... So Snow will look at uh, Mr. Dolvian and Mrs. Dolvian. She'll say, very well, please send her to jail. <laughs> there needs to be punishment. I understand this entirely. And perhaps this will do her some good. Man, can I get a like a, a slap? Not necessarily. It doesn't have to be on the wrist. No, no. As just don't hit her because she would enjoy sentence, that. The doors behind you open wide. And you hear special, uh, uh, sir, you know, oh, well, I guess you'll just go with him. And then, well, um, uh, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Tobian, um, le- allow me to present to you, um, do you, you have a lawyer? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Tobian, allow me present, allow me to present to you then, uh, Mr. Dorian is here already. Dorian Gray? I'm sorry, Dorian Gray's picture. Does anybody not know? Oh. I am confusion. And behind you, you all turn around. You may roll. Perception. Perception. Yes. 23. 26. 19. I mean, 20. 20. All of you turn around to a man of hulking demeanor. Mm. The only person you've seen taller than this individual would be Grog. This man stands at around about six foot eight, wide, broad, muscular shoulders in a completely all black suit. Hello. The Crypt Keeper? He is an older gentleman. He looks also to be about in his 60s, but he does not look that aged, though he does have slicked back gray hair. And you see immediately both Mr. and Mrs. Dovian take a knee, and they put their arms across their chest and bow their heads. I'm sorry, sir, we weren't expecting you um, at this time. We were currently in the middle of something. Do not worry. It is all right. I come bringing glad tidings from the queen. You see, the reason I came so expeditiously was precisely to interrupt this meeting. The queen has heard tale of you. And he looks directly at Snow. Ah, You always get the good ones. Of me, sir. We got message from Tobias. For the queen hears all things. There is a message system and she was aware of the situation at the Herald's Manor. The queen, wanting the best safety for all of her citizens in her fine nation, wants to hear your side of the story herself. So... Wait, we get an audience... Wait, is just she getting an audience? The queen? I was there too. We will bring you all up to speed. Uh, Well, sir, I will say, um, we actually have these two sent to be in custody now. We understand this, and a plea bargain has been raised, and their fine will be waived. With all of that being said, they will need to fill out the necessary paperwork, which will take some time. Around about two days. All right. We will make an exception this time, but do make sure that this paperwork is dealt with expeditiously. I will be here in two days to collect the rest. But for you, he nods to Snow, you will be coming with me, as well as any of your other members who... Do not find themselves in this particular situation. The rest of you will be brought back to the Queen's Manor afterwards once the paperwork is filed. Until then, it seems like the mayor will have you held here. That's okay. Yeah, that's fine. 
a little unfortunate, but eh, what can you do? Please, Mr. Dolvian, take good care of my compatriots. Treat them well. Alistair, switch back to a crow. <laughs> why right now? Wait, wait, wait. Why not right now? Okay, why not right now? I'd send Alistair with them. The problem is you're show. Okay. You're showing this to the mayor and his wife. So he's pretty obviously going to pick up on what you just did to him. What and do you mean just did to him? The bird turns back oh, into a bird in the middle of oh the sitting my room God. Oh my conversation. God. I didn't think this through. We know. We know. I was just thinking, hey, they, if he goes with them, I'll be able to maybe You couldn't have with- waited five minutes. I don't understand why it's such a big deal. It's not like you just lied to him, blaming it on the other Daniel. Thanks. There was, it, I thought he was, I thought Daniel was already. Anyway, Ethan, we'll find out. <sighs> and you see as this process happens and feathers fall on the floor as your bird returns back to its natural state, the mayor's wife gasps <gasps> and faints, falling back in her chair. <laughs> oh, no. Out of game. Well done. <laughs> That was a very impressive. (laughs) Yeah, really. I've never been more attracted to you in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. W speaks up. What preposterous nature is this? A witch in our midst? Amongst our regular town folk? I'm not a witch. Uh... And then I suppose that this bird transformed of its own free will? This specimen will will also be kept under our guidance. If this creature is not necessary to the Queen's mission, we will be keeping it here personally to see what form of shapeshifter is walking about our town. Bird, this is an, uh, a, a bird. Zana, please stop talking. Really? Just you stop. You need to stop. Please, Zana, don't do anything else. Think about your actions before you do anything, Snow is saying before, like, as she's, like, kind of walking out. Wait, is the bird staying here with us or going with Dolvian? The bird will be staying here until further notice. To have a shapeshifter walking around the town <laughs> throws a number of conspiracies right out into the open. To have something that can look as any creature is, as you can understand, quite alarming for the He's saying climate. you could possibly have murdered somebody, Alistair. Ah, uh, I didn't do it. <laughs> and the bird just kind of looks side to side. Also, you got to remember, your bird can only, I think, have contact with you within a mile. It was like three miles. It's not very far. Yeah, it's not very far, but... We can still message each other. Uh, yeah, I didn't really think that through. Sebastian, come and collect the shapeshifter. And you see Sebastian walk in with a birdcage. <laughs> uh, no. And he opens it up and he grabs no, the no, bird no, 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 no. and puts it in the cage. No. And he closes the... Okay, what do you do? I'll have him t- turn back into something small and crawl back to me. <laughs> Zana, stop. I'm, I, I what mean, do you I have it transform into? You also know that it maintains the same spatial area. It just appears different, right? A rat. Okay. So your bird turns into a rat and then slowly starts to scurry over to you. We have a uh, symbiotic bond. We can't be apart or else we both die. Do I have to roll a bluff for this? Yes, because it's a lie. Still a 15. Bluff. What manner of witches this fine? We'll be kept together in the same cell. But if the queen requests your presence, it will have to be left behind. As long as that creature is not requested by her specifically. Oh. Dorian, I will request this in writing with her seal of approval. Ah, dang. 
I really didn't think and this. And Dorian no, just looks down at you with a glare. Well, this does make things slightly more complicated, but I rest assured, miss, we will retrieve your companion. The paperwork will be filed out and you will have it as soon as it is possibly ready. Until then, I recommend that you be on your best behavior. The both of you. I don't need any more complications. I'm not as worried about Daniel. <laughs> yeah, I really just sit in corners all day looking at things. I'm a weird dude. See you guys in two days. <laughs> Poor Daniel. You're good, Daniel. You're good. At least I didn't play our whole group. All right. Mrs. Snow. And I believe that it is Wilson and Clyde. Outside, in front of the Dovian Manor, you will find yourself a carriage. You will be escorted to the Queen's Castle. I will be staying behind to look after your compatriots and make sure that they are treated well by the Dovians. Thank you, Mr. Dorian. It is much appreciated. I kind of look at Wilson and Clyde and I'm like, what about Krog and Crystal? <laughs> uh, guys? I'll be fine. So Dorian gestures out the double spruce doors that you came into the sitting room and gestures out into the foyer into the courtyard where you do see through the windows a large black carriage is awaiting you. You mm. did it! And you see. And you too. I <laughs> 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 humble you all. <laughs> Snow will approach the carriage a little bit wary and kind of looks back. You make your way out of the Dovian household through the doors and you do see that Dorian still seems to be talking with Mr. and Mrs. Dovian. Both Zana and Daniel, you see, are both being put into shackles and are being escorted to a back room. Shackles? Yes. Who's putting the shackles on? Sebastian. <laughs> I can't say that I'm not enjoying this. <laughs> <laughs> I see you, Sebastian. I see you. <laughs> well, whatever floats your boat, I guess. And you two are both being uh, chained together and walked. Together? A... Yes. Aw. Thank you. I appreciate it. No, it just complicates things. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. And you two are both being walked to a door which you do not recognize, which is leading out of the study into a back room, when which is when Snow can no longer see you. Oh, no. I'm sad. Sebastian leads them to this back room, and Dorian is close following behind. You, Snow, manage to find your way into this coach, of sorts with both Clyde and Wilson to your left and right. You climb in. It is drawn by two large stallions. Um, it is a completely black wooden coach box, and in the inside is complete red velvet leather. You make your way seated, and it does not appear as if um, there's currently anyone else in the coach box, but you do see a driver with a very tall top hat. This is so Tim Burton right now. Velvet so Tim leather. Burton. Velvet is soft. Leathers from a cow, velvet leather. It's calf leather, which is softer, and therefore <laughs> is covering his butt right now. <laughs> Leave the man alone, oh, man. Okay. Could you put velvet on leather? Yeah, you could, but that ruins the purpose. It'd be a, yeah, it'd be a waste. Okay. Velvet carpeting and leather yes. seats. Exactly. I guess extravagance. Okay, I, I guess I climb into this. You climb into the coach box, and coach, the door is shut. Yeah. And I have Nachia's head kind of resting on my leg and I'm petting him, like, really concerned, looking out uh, the window. So, what the hell's going on? Clyde looks immensely nervous, sweating, kind of glances head side. 
there was a roller coaster of events in there. Um, we went in, we were guilty of things, then we weren't, and then we were again. And then the man came in who was big and scary. And did you see his arms? They were like cannons. Don't let Grog meet him. You know he'll want to wrestle him. This is I bad. I don't know if Grog would win. This is bad. This is bad, guys. We're getting separated from the party. I um, yeah, Wilson is also a little bit calmer demeanor, but speaks up and says, I don't, we don't know this individual. And he's taking us off to an unknown location and splitting us from the rest of the guild. We have no way to monitor them. Classic kidnapping. We have no way to monitor them. Only... Ugh. Should we be going along with this Dorian fellow? Should we not be asking more questions? I I pull out the paper crane and I look at it and I'm like, well, it looks like we're getting separated from everyone. This is the only way that we have to keep in contact with Dark. So they can't monitor. I put the crane back. They can't monitor our friends. Um, As you pull the crane out and you start talking directly into it. Yeah. You see that the crane wings start to flap a little. And then a little tiny crane gets pooped out of the butt. Thank you, Snevak. And the tiny crane just starts flying away. <laughs> okay, goes back in my pocket. I didn't know you could do that. Okay. All right, so we are being monitored. This is, um, I hope they have your horses trailing along. Uh, I mean, we, we, again, we need to ask this Dorian individual more questions. Wilson opens the door to the coach and just sticks his head out. Driver! What what's going on? We need more. Can can we speak with Dorian? No, get, get out. You're the guild leader. Do something. Uh, what do you want me to do? Something. Lead. Uh, uh Snow kind of pokes her head out of the coach, and she looks over at Dorian, who I guess is is he back in the building? He's still in the Dovian Manor, and he escorted both Zana and Daniel into a back room where you can no longer see. The doors to the manor are now closed, and you cannot see inside. Sebastian closed them behind him. Okay. I don't know what you want me to do, man. I don't... We have no information. Where's the Queen's Castle? What's happening to our mounts? What uh, about our friends? What is this paperwork that needs to be figured Snow out? Will, um, she'll pop out of the carriage, but she's going to light step onto the top of, uh, like, right next to the driver. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say the top of the carriage. Oh, I thought you were going to say the top of his top hat. <laughs> No, just to like right next to him, basically, mm-hmm. just to make it easier. So she j- it looks like she's jumping up there. Mm-hmm. So she jumps up and sits next to the driver. And she's like, so where are we going exactly? We are going to the Rimmeldolf Manor. To see the queen? Yes. She's okay. requested your presence. Now, um, my compatriots have uh, their steeds that need to come along. Is there any way that we can have them follow in tow? Where would your steeds be kept is the first issue. We could maybe send out someone to retrieve them so that they could meet us over at the castle. I look back at Wilson. By the way, you're taking a look at this individual. His top hat comes concerningly far down his forehead, almost covering his eyes. And he has a very large, bushy brown beard, which goes down to his chest. (laughs) I'm just letting you know. What's your name? He's currently wearing a black trench coat and he's holding the reins to the horses. Uh, Uh, Well, what's your name, good sir? Those are but mere formalities and are not necessary. The only individual you will need to be speaking with is going to be Dorian, who will be accompanying us shortly. Ah, would you mind if I waited outside the carriage for him to um, come back? When I mean shortly, I mean as soon as the paperwork is filed and has managed to be given over here. But seeing as it is about a full day's trip to the castle and a full day's trip back, 
you most likely will not be seeing your compatriots for another three days. It'll take me a day to get there to deliver the message to the queen. She will appoint her seal on a letter expressly requesting the immediate release of your compatriots. I will be sent back and then I will come to collect them. It will take a full day back forth and then back again to retrieve them. Ah, I see. Well, that that's good to know. Uh, we haven't eaten anything. I just thought about that. You have applied. <laughs> there are refreshments. That and you got a bunch of bread rolls. I got a bunch of uh, yeah, jelly tarts. If you are interested, there are refreshments in your carriage. Oh, sweet. Rolls. And I was like, never mind, I'm staying. <laughs> <laughs> Food. Huh. Uh, I go bread. back down off the top of the carriage. Mm-hmm. Not the top, but on the, yeah, the riding deck. Seat. Yep. And I go over to the fellas. I'm just like, so three days, gentlemen. Three days until we see our friends again. Uh, we in, uh, Clyde's yeah, going to have uh, abandonment issues. <laughs> I mean, do we really trust them on their own? I mean, I, I guess that Dorian fellow's supposed to be watching after them, but... Uh, Listen, they made it to which floor on their own for the most part? I or know with they their made group? it to floor five with their respective groups, but that was with their respective <sighs> Listen, groups. As now long they're as, just with them. As long as Zana doesn't do anything else that is stupid, <laughs> they should be just fine. Mm-hmm. 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 I highly doubt that's going to make him feel better. Sonata <laughs> uh, doing something stupid. That's kind of a lot to ask for. You know that, right? Yeah, but my stupid gets stuff done. It shouldn't be. I'll put it that way. It shouldn't be. Hopefully Daniel will keep her in line. Hopefully Dorian can also calm the situation a little. He seems <sighs> like a man who could uh, keep people in line. Listen, if I could have just been the one that talked, I think I might have been able to smooth things over. But she dug herself into that pit. Pretty quickly. Snow, you really have to take more charge of situations. Wilson's kind of just pointing at you here. I know. And I'm seconding Clyde's motion on this. I don't trust this town as far as I can throw it. And seeing as it's a whole town, even as strong as I am, that is not very far. At least we have Matthew and Marissa on our side. So it seems, but at the same time, if the government's corrupt here and now they're dividing and conquering our party, we already lost Sal. What if something happens to these two now? We have Grog and Crystal in town. They haven't uh, collected them. Yeah. I, I, I mean, as far as we heard, Clyde is speaking now. I mean, Dorian didn't seem to mention them. It, it just seemed like it was us that he knew about. So we could maybe have them sneak in and at least keep tabs. Let me send a message to Crystal, mm-hmm. um, which I do. I basically tell them to keep tabs. I tell them the whole situation in as few words as possible. So it's not like a super long message, but I send it to Crystal, not Grog. Very wise. Yeah. <laughs> Can't imagine why. I also send a message to Tiffany and Celia. Uh-huh. And oh. Galahad and Selena. Wow. You're in- <laughs> Everybody. You're involving the rest of the guild? Listen. Wow, characters you haven't heard from in like 10 episodes. Yeah, I'll be like, listen, you guys can't, you probably can't get to this floor. We're just letting you know we're in a bit of a tight situation, etc. Selena and Tiffany respond as anticipated. You mean Celia? Yeah, t- Tiffany and Celia respond as anticipated, which is with an appropriate amount of concern, but also realizing the great amount of distance in between you. And they said they'll support you in any way they can if you need any items or anything created for them or want their assistance and can find a way for them to join you. Please let them know. Yeah, Snow basically just sends back disguise kits or... Anything else you can think of that would be creative. Callahan and Selena, however, respond in a much more sporadic 
Um, uh, just long message of ah. They respond saying that they have their own situation on their hand. And while they would love to help you, they have their hands full. And honestly, if you could spare the time, would recommend you come back to floor five. Uh, is there somebody a pe- studied the revolution? Is there a spider attacking the town? And you just get a dot, 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 question mark. How did you know? <laughs> oh, oh, no. Um, that plus more. Oh, dear. Oh, no. Or oh, spider, I guess. Oh, no. <laughs> he oh. probably got big. He is still alive, which just makes me happy. Did Pierre That's get- probably not good. Did Pierre get large? Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, and no. I am the catalyst that set this up. You destroyed my favorite setting. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't worry. There's still time. Oh, God. Okay, listen. I just sent him a message. We will try to come back. We have already lost two people. Or we will... We've already lost one person. I thought we lost uh, the horses. I was thinking about the horses, but they all count as one person. <laughs> I don't Three know. horses count as one player. <laughs> we lost all our horses. No, technically, we still haven't seen the lieutenant. We have no idea where he is. It's so true. we have technically two MIA people. Snow just looks at the, the boys and she says, we need to play this carefully for now. Let's just wait here and see if Dorian comes out. Uh from what I heard, it sounds like we're going to be escorted to the Queen's Castle. Whether like, we like it or now. not. Ugh, fine. Get in the carriage. I was already in the carriage. Oh. you from the carriage and he kind of waves. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm the only one who's standing outside. Did you know that they have fancy bottled sparkling water in here? Ooh, give me some of that. I climb into the carriage. <laughs> and Wilson climbs in following I have so following much faith in you, you all. <laughs> and you all sit drinking your refreshments. <laughs> Just relaxing at this point. There are little uh, fancy glass cups which you pour your sparkling water as you watch your friends being taken away in chains. <laughs> <laughs> You're eating a mixture of craisins and cashews. It's wonderful. Mm. And slowly, your carriage starts to move. We pan back to Daniel and Sana. <laughs> oh, boy. Who, in contrast to the lovely first-class life of sparkling bottled water and tree nuts... You're currently being led into a dark stone-lined room. You exited through the sitting room. You briefly found yourself into a kitchen until you entered what seemed to be a dusty and decrepit servant's quarters and from there went into an even deeper, danker dungeon. And who's... Oh, Sebastian. Sebastian is leading you forward and Dorian is following up behind. Dank. Sebastian, is that servant quarters where you sleep? It was the old servants' quarters. Ah. I mean, have you seen Sebastian? Does he really look like a cobblestone-type guy to you? I don't know. I can't read There was another suite in the manor for myself where I do rest my head from time to time. But once, there were more. I was the head butler of the manor, and we had almost a dozen other um, groundskeepers. Now I tend to it all, but most of them would stay here. Oh, cool pulls out a little rusty steel key and puts it into the wooden door and it opens. Isn't there another prisoner standing down here too? Well, there was, but um, I do believe uh, he met his fate in sentencing. Oh, oh so dead. he's dead? So if you would, follow me. And he slowly starts walking down a set of cobblestone stairs into a stone-patched cellar, it looks like. Mm. Mm. So, Dorian. Yes. Do you have any extra paper? 
Why would they carry paper on me? I don't know. You seem to like paperwork. I actually despise paperwork. It is one of my least favorite forms of this job. Oh, what about paper play? They what? Like instead of work, you play. Like you know, you make drawings. That is not what I do in my free time. What do you do in your free time? Just making conversation. I do not find myself having the luxury to participate in too much of my own free time. Oh, you like jelly tarts? I enjoy all manners of exquisite meals over at the Queen's Manor. In layman's terms, I am basically the Sebastian of the Dovian household for the Queen of the Cast. Oh, right. You hey. like peach? We have many peach trees in orchards outside of the Queen's Manor. Get a pastry. There you go. No offense, but I will be taking my own food. We have it supplied. You may want to keep your own rations on you, though I will attempt to make sure that you are well fed and kept. (laughs) I have more than enough. She really does. Pretty good. From the bakery. Well, if you are done with your small talk, here is your cell. And you do. You open, and you find that the staircase is ending and opening up into a rather small room. The ceiling is only six foot tall, in which Dorian needs to duck to just enter. He is almost crouched, bent over, hunched, just to follow you all in as you are brought into a row of cellars. Uh, There are five cages, all made of steel, and he unlocks one, and he leads you into the one directly left of center. Each one of these cages has a small barred window, which reviews to the outside. Oh, they have a window. That's nice. Yes, we wouldn't want you to have a vitamin D deficiency. No, that would be kind of unfortunate. It would be kind of difficult. Well, it's not that difficult to treat. It would just be more expensive. You know what I mean? You will find that the rations you will most likely be served are rather inexpensive. I hope you do not enjoy your stay. Thanks. And Dorian bends down a little further. Do not worry, my friends. I will make sure you are taken care of well. We appreciate it. Killed his friends. What a good man. All five cellars are lined up on the left-hand side wall, where there is a small walkway to the right, which is how you entered, and the staircase directly to your left now as you've entered. They're not very large. They're barely large enough to, to fit two of you. There's enough Wait, room why to... are we being put in the same cage? Because that's what Sebastian did. <laughs> Quack you, Sebastian! Each one of the five cells has their own little barred window. It doesn't look that large, though. It's maybe... A one foot by two foot bar, uh, enough to allow some light in, and there are still sconces, however, on the opposing wall, uh, right directly in front of you. The exit way, which, well, the exit slash entrance way, there's only one way in and out from what you can see, is a very thick wooden door with um, two C's and a Q. <laughs> two C's, a Q, maybe a couple of like UEs and a in there. K. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It is solid wood reinforced with iron. Oh my. Uh, with iron bars to allow a slit so that it can be viewed in. Basically, you can't bust your way through the door. We, you yeah. can try. Don't encourage her. <laughs> you can try. I'm not here to stop anyone. And you are escorted into your cell. It is locked behind you by Sebastian. And Dorian informs you that he will be waiting right outside the door. If you need anything, just ask. So, Daniel. Mm-hmm. You want to play a game? No. No, I don't. I'm going to sit in the corner and stare at the wall. Aw. 
So Daniel, you attempt to make yourself to the corner of the cage and you find you can only be about one foot apart as you <laughs> and her ankles are currently shackled together. This is unfortunate. Yeah. I gotta be stuck with you. You gotta be stuck with me. I, I get it. I get it. I do like this gift you gave me through. Um, however, man, sure is causing a lot of trouble, but boy, they want this so badly. It's gotta be something. You know, I probably wouldn't open that here because one, we have Sebastian, two, we have Dorian, and then three, that might kill us both. Well, if it makes you feel any better, Daniel, as a GM, I'm just letting you know, Sebastian left. It's just yeah. Dorian who's sitting outside the door. He's And he's outside the door. There's a Still might kill us both. Fine. Do it. Do it. Your bird's just looking at you. Do it. I'm just going to glare at her. Peer pressure. Peer pressure. Mm. <laughs> peer <sides>. pressure. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Bird versus mm. peer pressure. Hmm. Would this count as a stupid thing? I mean, it is just a deck of cards, but really want it. Detect magic? Oh, magic. Oh, wow. Very magic. It's magic. It's very like, magic. Much we're, magic. We're very talking well. like on a scale of one to ten, it's like a seven. Oh, that's, that's good. That's a good bit of magic. I wonder what it does. Definitely not good for go fish, though. Dang it. I've <laughs> never even it played How go do you fish. know? It could just be a rigged deck of go fish. GM, don't tell me. <laughs> it's up to you. I'm just giving you your options. Uh, Yeah. So. Is there anything you to do to pass the time while in jail? First off, I'm going to try and pick the locks to our uh, ankles. I don't want to be ankle cuffed. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're able to break your ankle cuffs. Yeah. I know. Uh, they're gonna see that and Oh cross. no, we're in a cell and we don't have our ankle cuffs on anymore. You've I could made do this something worse. I could do something right now, but he's not gonna wanna play along. And click. <laughs> oh gosh, no. Heck no. Uh, I could and you would have, I won't. I won't. I'm saving that for something else. Um but I mean, we got some time to kill. Literally, metaphorically, or both? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, like, what do you... Oh, no, never mind. You tinker. I was going to say, what do you do to pass the time? You tinker. <laughs> and and you, I sit in corners and mm -hmm. stare at the wall. Is that a thing from your childhood? You just sit in a corner where you and time out a lot? Yes. Uh, also, roll a perception check to both of you. 23. 25. Okay. You both see it. You didn't hear it when you walked in because it's deathly still. Mm -hmm. But in the far corner of the furthest away uh, cage from you, you see an emaciated corpse. I guess that's the other guy. Uh-huh. Oh, that's just... Yummy. Fantastic. Yeah, that. Um, <laughs> I'm going to turn around and face the corpse. <laughs> Just you stare at the corpse. At this gaunt, thin, frail figure, which looks like it. When Sebastian said it was taken care of, he meant that it was starved to death well, and is no longer an issue. Lucky for us, I got a bunch of pastries. Is there a rock on the ground anywhere? Why? Smooth, smooth ground. Why? All stone. I was going to throw the rock at the corpse. Why? That is so, that is like so rude to the corpse. You cut a bunch of mannequins off of the ceiling. I think I'm perfectly fine in throwing a rock at a body. You, you could have... throw a pastry. You could That'd throw... be wasteful. Yeah, Wait, you could throw a nut. 
like one of your <laughs> oh yeah i was like wait in which context are we talking about Not on the corpse. No. <laughs> i nutted the corpse <laughs> uh, pg-13 anyway I will take one of my nuts, not sexual, <laughs> out of <laughs> my bag and throw it at the corpse. Do I have to you roll? Hear, yes, please roll the hit. See if you, uh... 16 total, I think. It's not that far of a throw, so you just manage to lob it and you just hear a little plop as it lays on his dead, rotting body. You yeah, he it. did, all right. Yeah. Just... Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. It's okay. Is that necrophilia if you're not a corpse? <laughs> Alistair? So that's your fetish. <laughs> ah, do I want to slap you two both? Maybe. I don't know. Do you? She might enjoy it. You just hear a voice echo in your back of your head. <laughs> you're right, other voice in my head. She probably would enjoy it. Mm, the best way to make people not want to do bad things is to enjoy the bad things they do to you. Anyway. Anyway. So, uh, Daniel, mm-hmm. do you want to know why I'm afraid of squirrels? Oh, no. Do Four I? hours later. Do I really want to know why you're afraid of squirrels? Well. One eternity later. And that's why I'm afraid of squirrels. <laughs> you sat through a lengthy four-hour story, which was already covered, and if you want to hear it, <laughs> you can go back and listen to episode... Uh, it, I cut it out and I made it its own little thing. Oh, there you go. Yeah, because there's a whole SpongeBob. Yeah, it's... One the... eternity later. Yeah. Um. So tell me about... Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't really know many things about you, Daniel. You just kind of showed up. I make fun of you from nine to time to time. I'm not that nice of a person. No, you're not. <sighs> I try. Not. I mean, tr- I try to be nice, not to not be nice. I just, it's hard considering where I grew up. Yeah, I understand. I have terrible emotional response. Oh, really? <laughs> if you couldn't tell, I mean... You were crying about your horse, and I was just sitting there like, mm-hmm. I only cry about dumb things. I mean, losing a horse isn't exactly dumb. We're in a game. It's not a real horse. But I mean, it kind of me. is, because if you die in game, you die in real life. Oh, you have a point. I always forget that. Yeah, please stop forgetting that. So what you're saying is, I have an out right now. Oh, wait, no, that wouldn't work. What do so- you mean? Self-defenestration. <laughs> what? To defenestrate. <laughs> to throw oneself out a window. No, to defenestration is to throw something out a window. Self-defenestration is to throw oneself out a window. We oh. learned this the other day. Thank you, Word Dictionary. Uh, I guess I know what I can do. I'll pull out my whip. Uh, why? I just want to see his real. I know what I can do. I'll pull out my whip. Why are you pulling out your whip? That's what she did. I don't know. Practice with it. I in try a and, tiny, tiny I room. Can I, I can fit my arms. The bars. And whip things. Just, just flick and, and whip. I don't know what to do in this situation, Daniel. I've only been in jail like eight times before. And every time I got out within a day. You just get a message from Snow. How are you guys making out? We aren't making back. out. <laughs> Dang it, I was going to say that. <laughs> 
<laughs> gotta be faster, Daniel. Gotta be faster. Clyde chimes in. Good. I'm glad <laughs> I'm watching you, Daniel. What, is this a group chat? I respond back, Clyde. You can't really watch us. I think. Hold on. Phone call in. Phone call in. <laughs> can, we have a, can I have a phone call? <laughs> do I get my phone call? Call collect. Hi. How you do? Is that champagne? No. It's sparkling water. Oh. Because we are responsible. Well, you know what we have? We have pastries. I think I left my bread in the room. Crap. <laughs> Take I mean, it. I mean, didn't you pay like a massive amount of money to them? So they're probably still baking you pastries for you, when you get back. She no, probably just like gets bumped by the road and like she hits her head. So, ah. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, we kind of already left town. We're riding out. Mm-hmm. Um, How long until well, apparently, we see you again? Three days. Oh, my. God. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a little while, guys. Please, hey, who wants yourselves. to take that? It's on how far. I, I like. I think I can. I think I can. I know I can. See, we made break this, his sanity. See, we made this call because Clyde kept crying. Um, because he wanted to make sure you're okay. Oh, did you miss me, Clyde? I just wanted to miss. So my suspicions were clear. Miss me, miss me. You now two you are not making me. out, so it's good. I don't know why you would ever suspect that, hey, Clyde. You don't know. She's a sexual demon, man. <laughs> you That's kind of that, obvious. Clyde. Um, Clyde, I think you mean sexual deviant. Same difference. Okay. All right, guys, now that we've <laughs> checked on the you, truth. at least we've checked in on you. Try and get some rest. Um, What do we do in our free time? Nap, sleep. I mean, you should Stare be at out. the corpse. There's a corpse down here. Oh, yes. Just play no. a card game or something. I don't know. Didn't you buy something in your pack? In, like, your travel pack? I have nine scrolls of sleep. You That's- probably can prepare spells for the day. Alistair just pull- goes into Zana's pouch and pulls out the deck of cards. She's got a deck of cards. Shut up, Alistair. No, I don't. Play with the deck of cards. You want me to? Yes. <laughs> All right. Do you want to see what happens? I want to see what happens. Okay. So <laughs> You just pull the whole deck out? You can't do that. Hold on, hold on. Can she pull out the whole deck? Uh, no, only one card comes out as a... T- you, you open up the deck. You never pull out a full deck. You open never up, pull out the full deck. You open up the box, and it appears to be a full deck, but when you put your fingers in, you only feel one card. Oh, that is so weird. And you What's can go and you can it? attempt to pull out and do pull out one card if you would like. The Queen of Diamonds. Oh, I kind of feel like this is me. I am a Queen of Diamonds. Oh, what happens? What? Oh, the card disappears. Oh, dude, now we got like 51 cards. It's an incomplete dead. It turns into smoke and the smoke grows larger uh, and larger uh, and larger uh, until you see standing outside of your room seems to be a large diamond golem. Um, oh no! Uh, well, bye, guys. We'll see you later. Hangs uh, up the phone. <laughs> gee, thanks, guys. I appreciate that. What the heck? But the Shiny. weird thing is, is you can only see its shoulders as it looks like its head is sticking up through the ceiling. <laughs> um, it seems to be. Roll a perception check, the two of you, and uh, Zana. You can also roll a knowledge. Twenty. Okay. Net crit. Daniel. That fails. No, Daniel, you are mesmerized for this seems like polished, flawless diamond. Your innate intrigue in animating like animatronics as you bewildered by the fact that this thing is alive and moving. Whoa, this is you really cool. Not correct. See this creature 
And after you stare at it a little more intently, you notice something. Normally, its jagged crystalline body would be flawless, but you see wisps of smoke appearing off of it. As you listen, you hear no sound as it moves, and you go through and you touch it, and your hand passes right through it. Oh, that's weird. Uh, Do I notice her hand passing through it? Ooh, you could fail, man. You could. You are enamored by this <laughs> giant crystalline creature standing in front so of you. So, if Minecraft had taught me anything, is that golems usually serve a master, right? Am I the master? Golem, sit. The golem goes and sits on a nearby bench. Um, That's really cool. How far? I, uh, sh- shrink. It just kind of looks around the room, <laughs> and it just goes and curls up in the corner. <laughs> but it's still the same size. Uh, I don't know if that's hilarious or adorable. Or both. It got as small as it could. It um, tried. But it still th- takes up the same amount of cubic space. I don't know what to do. How are we going to hide this thing? Why? I don't know. It's your deck of cards. Uh, uh, I mean, I, uh, I just want to play some goldfish. Well, now you get to play some golem. <laughs> golem fish. Golem, can can you talk? It just shakes its head. Aw. Are you a good boy? It nods its head. Aw. Um, uh, I don't know. Daniel, what do I do with this thing? How do we hide this? I don't know. Uh, golem. Tell it to go away. I don't want to. Can Tell you? Tell it to go away. Golem, can, can you di- disappear or turn invisible? And the golem vanishes. <gasps> Is the card still there? And the smoke there? just dissipates. Is he? Well, technically did exactly what you wanted it to do, just not in the way you might have wanted it to. Do you want to try another card? No. Do you want to try another card? No. Do you want to try another? You know what? Fine, because I know you're just going to keep pestering me about it. One, last one, last one. It's the nine of spades? Your card dissipates. Oh. And turns into smoke in the air. How the quack are we going to play Go Fish now? I don't think that's what these cards are for. <laughs> and before you materialize, nine rats. And they seem to be scampering around the ground. Um, but because you've seen this once before, you're realizing that while they move and attempt to avoid solid objects, they, you, you don't hear any sound as they move. And you're realizing that this is a deck of major illusions. Ooh, cool. All nine rats gather around at your feet and sit promptly on the ground. Uh, make a rat stack. <laughs> what the? <laughs> what? Like a pyramid of rats. I oh, want to... Snow, we cut back to you. <laughs> Wilson is sitting in his carriage disturbed, and he just turns to you and says, they stack. <laughs> oh. What? No, Wilson, turtles do not stack. Put the turtle cards away. But you can stack them. Like, if you just get a bunch of box turtles, they're square, you could make a tower. And I, then we cut back I, I to Zom. I blow over his cards. <laughs> and you see a pile of rats trying to clamor on top of one another, and they're making a tower, a little stack of rats. Well, see, this this is much easier to do. This could come in handy. So I could tell them, oh, Alistair is one of the rats. If they want to, like, you know, keep him here or something. Yeah, I guess. Eh. I, I do know what this is, though. What is it, then? It's a deck of major illusions. Hmm. It's perfect for me. I'll give Daniel a hug. You really got me a gift that was legitimately perfect for me. 
I'm just gonna be there like, mm, this is uncomfortable. Oh, I'll pull I'll pull away. It's a gift that costs us jail time. You're but welcome. lucky for you, I'm used to jail. And lucky for you, I really like this. Uh, so thank you. You're welcome. And with that, I want to go to sleep. I'm just going to continue sitting in the corner, rocking back and forth. No, you're going to sleep. I don't have a choice in the situation. If you don't sleep, I'll make you sleep. I don't want you awake watching over my unconscious body. You're not I'll quiet. watch over your unconscious body, Zana. I'll make sure he doesn't do anything shifty. Okay. I mean, would rocking back and forth count as shifty? That's shifting, not shifty. Dude, just, I'll hand Daniel a jelly pastry. Just chill out. With these kind of situations, it's better to wait it out than to break it out. So, I mean, by the way, I'm- I'm, I'm just going to glance at her like, right. Right. <laughs> Have you been in jail before? No, but- All right, so I'm the experienced party here. Or maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm, I'm making it up. Maybe you don't know. <laughs> I am very concerned, and I'm just going to eat the jelly donut thing very slowly. Have fun. So you- I will. Try and rest for a little while? Yeah, I'll just sleep it out. I don't know if there's- There's not, like, any training I can do in this little short You can use the time to recover spells if you need to prepare spells for the day. Like, that's usually what you do if you don't need to sleep. You take the time to make spells and whatnot. Oh, I'll make a bunch of invisibility spells. You don't have that craft option. I don't know what I have. You can sleep. I can Mm. sleep. I'll sleep. Okay. I'm going to cast Napstack on myself. Wonderful. So you only, you can rest shortly for two hours. And then you'll be fine. Gosh, I would love that in real life. (laughs) You sleep for two hours and get eight hours worth of rest. So, Daniel takes a short cat nap in the corner while he's rocking back and forth. He's slowly rocking himself to sleep, and staring you're at a dead doing corpse. That to the bike. <laughs> and Zana is kind of curled up in a ball, uh, resting her head on her pack as her bird kind of stands on her shoulder, nesting there, uh, watching over the s- surrounding area. Eventually, Daniel, though you do wake up after your cat nap, but you realize that everything going on, you didn't know that the sun rose and. Honestly, it looks like it's setting now. Uh, you you woke up, it was like 5 a.m., but then I guess through the process of being taken from where you were into the mayor's house, that whole interrogation thing and Dorian, the meeting with him, and then just coming into the cellar, you, time went by rather quickly. And The weird thing, though, is you're, you're looking out the window and the, the, the fog's gone, so that's great, and you can see clearly now, but as the sun sets, you see the moon cresting over the horizon. You're still asleep. Daniel, please for me, roll a will save. No. No. A seven. Plus your will. No. A 15 total. That's not too bad. His brain explodes. Bam. Just the first time you see him. <laughs> a clear sky. The first time you see the moon, your brain explodes. That's the new rule of this game. Scanners. <laughs> I know you're... The moonlight comes streaming through your cell through the window as you're sitting there rocking back and forth contemplating an existential crisis while staring at a dead body. You feel a searing pain on your one arm. You start to clutch it and feel and you realize that while your wound has healed, the scar left there is aching, feeling like a searing, burning feeling. Wound from what? Sow. Oh. You got... What? You got hurt from him? 
Yes, he ripped my arm. He oh, completely no. destroyed oh, my no. arm. No, no, no. And all he did was I no. heal it. Mm. He, well, what else could I do? You healed the wound, not the curse. Not like I could have anything for that, unfortunately. You, you slowly feel your body contorting, but due to your mental fortitude, you're able to maintain your consciousness and your logical conclusion starts realizing what's going on. What do you do as you realize you are turning into a werewolf? Is is my crow going to wake me up noticing anything shifty going on? It's kind of shifty, shape-shifty, you know? <laughs> Just shifting, not shifting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm go- I would probably try and break out of the, the admittedly small window. Would I even fit through there, though? Well, as you're contorting and you're, you feel the searing pain throughout your entire body, you feel a surging power, something primal, instinctual rising up inside of you, and you actually start growing and getting larger. Ah, dang, into the window. Hmm. But you are still, for the time being, have hold of your sanity. Is there anything you would like to do? Probably wake Zana up. You're awoken. Russell, grabbed by Daniel, but in a crazed state. There's hair starting to grow off of him, and his muscles are contorting, and bones you hear cracking. Uh, I think he's turning into a werewolf. Uh, I don't want to share a cell with a wolf. Dorian! Ben! Ben! And, Daniel, is there anything that you wish to do? I mean... You're turning into a werewolf, but you still currently have your sanity. I guess try and break through the window, see if that helps. Why the window? Well, if I go through... The door. Okay, Dorian's okay. gonna slice my head off, basically. The oh, door, you have a there's fair- still a Dorian. <laughs> Daniel, you know you liked it. <laughs> <laughs> Looks with shame. As his muscles start to grow and contort, and his air his arms start to grow hair and his nails turn more into the talons, you see Daniel lunge up from where you are, and he just looks at you wild, and he says, Run. And he starts to tear out through the iron bars. And he starts ripping them out of pure, solid cement. Wow, Daniel, you got really cool just now. Oh, Daniel! (laughs) As you're shouting and screaming at the top of your lungs, Dorian opens the slit in the door and looks through to see what's going on. Well, no, why are you trying to escape? This this is not part of the plan. And he- I'm not trying to escape. And you just hear a thud as he's trying to break through the solid reinforced door. And boom. And then eventually he does. He bursts through the door. Daniel runs back, rips off the cell door of the cage. He looks at you one last time. Run! What do you do? I mean, if I... Okay, weigh my options here. If I run... <laughs> like, oh, for, down. Okay, so now that it's, I'm... It's dark out. I'm, it's dangerous. If I run, I could most likely die. If I stay here, he's going to take me to everybody else in not that long of time. But also, you're a werewolf now, and I don't want him to really kill you, all right? But you're also a werewolf, and I don't really know that. Take the log of the negative number. <laughs> so you're the logical one now, basically, is what you're trying to tell Daniel, us. I'm, uh, roll another will save for okay. me. 16. You're one? still maintaining to um, control your sanity of your I character. won't leave you behind, Daniel. What do you do? The window is now open, and the hole is actually slightly larger since you ripped some concrete out with the iron bars. 
it would be a tight squeeze for you to be able to get out, but you do believe that Zana could escape. However, the cage door is now wide open, and the door in front, which you came through, is also open. The only st- thing standing in between you and it currently is Dorian. Don't hurt Dorian. Yeah, that wouldn't go well for anyone. Him, me, you, mostly you. Out of game, the window if you're trying not to hurt somebody. Probably the window then. Zana, what are you doing currently? Having an existential crisis. Um, Hey, that's my job. (laughs) None of you removed curse. Uh, I don't have removed curse. We didn't bring the the right person. (sighs) I really need to add gets scratched by a werewolf and no one thinks. I don't know these things. What are you looking for? Something, anything, I don't know. You could sleep, Daniel. (laughs) Sleep. (laughs) (laughs) She looks at me with a straight face of your genius, Quentin. (laughs) I'll take out my scroll of sleep. Sleep. Oh, that's actually a great idea. Roll a will save, Daniel. What was it? 16 plus 8, so that's a 24. Oh, no, he's unflinching. He's in his <gasps> ravenous hunger as he's hunched over currently. The one time you get a I know, save. I Stop know. it, Daniel. Oh, then I rolled a 4. Dorian, what do we do? What is going on? Your friend just turned into a wolf. Is I- this part of your shapeshifter business? No, it ain't doing anything to me. Our, this happened to our other friend. Don't, don't, don't get hurt by him. I don't think, I think he has a sanity considering he woke me up and told me to run. But Daniel, I ain't gonna run, leave you behind. Right? We don't do that here. But I also know that he could lose his sanity at any point in time. Because that's what happened to our dear friend, Sal. Was he really a friend, though? Our dear sandbag Sal. (laughs) Our vague acquaintance, Sal. Sandbag Sal, because we all punched and beat on him. Sorry, Sal. Anyway... Uh, this happened to our other friend, and it can get really nasty really fast. Uh, 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 I'll take out my whip. Okay. Try to tie him up. You allow this to happen? I guess. <laughs> Roll the will save. Twelve. As you're starting to tie him up, he starts to twitch. Um, I mean, the tip of your whip starts to glow a bright white, and it sh- shocks and scars Daniel. Sorry, Daniel. And you feel the binds around you and your pr- your primal instincts feel like you're being trapped and caged and you just burst free and completely bur- shatter the whip. Shattered my whip! My whip! You turn and out of, <laughs> out of sheer anger from reflexes, you go and you smack and you knock Zana all the way across the room into her body sent flying and bangs against the cement wall. Wee. She falls limp. Do I? You're still awake and alive, but ow, you just got thrown about five feet into a cement wall. Okay, You're yeah. winded, if at least. You're Wee. currently laying on the ground prone, if you want the technical status condition. Uh, Daniel's ready to <laughs> roll. Dorian, feeling threatened by the fact that you just attacked his compadre, starts to run up and attempts to restrain you. Uh, Daniel, what do you do? You still have control of your care. I'm just letting you know. I'm gonna, uh, I guess I'm not really gonna, if... I will attempt to not resist. Does that make sense? Okay, you're not Run, resisting Daniel. being trapped. Run. Okay, fine. I'll just You try. can do that. I'm just saying that's my me out of game like ah. I mean like either I get captured and we figure out some way of countering this or I run and You're like Sal free in the wild. <laughs> I find him. I kill him in werewolf form just out of sheer spite. <laughs> <laughs> you made me this. 
Also, you were kind of annoying as a party partner, so, you know. <laughs> wow, no holds bars. His bars were ripped off the cake. I'm leaving that in. I hope you hear it, Mohit. I hope you hear it. Hey, I didn't say it no, this time, No, it's Mohit. okay. We love you, Mohit. So what do you do? Are you going to allow him to restrain you and try and call you down, or are you going yeah. to? Okay. Yeah, because I probably, logically, since I still have control of this, I'd want to figure out a way to solve this, because this kind of sucks. Daniel, how tall is your character? In now? human form, six foot one. Okay. So you're about the same size as Dorian now. Mm-hmm. Like, not even just height-wise, but like build-wise. Okay. But he still manages to wrap his arms around you and get a lock and slowly starts to squeeze. Please roll a will save to see if you can maintain your sanity to calm down. 23 total. You under a disgruntled breath, it's not my fault. And you just slowly start to heave and breathe and slowly start to sulk down into a ball of fur, a mass just shaking there, rocking back and forth like you were before. <laughs> Yay, habits. Hi. <laughs> Uh, do I have consciousness? Oh, you're you're awake. You were just on the ground prone. The wind was knocked out of you. You just got oh. yeeted into a wall. Yeet. <laughs> <laughs> this boy empty. He <laughs> looks at Daniel and then he glare. Dorian glares at you. We went over this. I do not appreciate the paperwork that is going to come along with this. I didn't do anything. For all we know, you could have escaped through that window. But I didn't. I chose not to, intentionally. That was a wise move. But for now, we will have to find appropriate compartment for this one. Are you going to kill him? He technically has not done anything wrong, though breaking the cell may extend your stay. Like I said, a lot more paperwork when man turns into wolf in middle of cage and breaks through bars. What if, what if I just fix the cell and none of this ever happened? Less paperwork. If you could do that, then you truly would be a magnificent witch. I'm not a witch. I'm an illusionist. Well, if you can make this illusion look like this never happened, that would make things a lot easier. Less to explain when Dovian comes downstairs. Mm. How damaged is that wall? Okay, I want you to understand. Daniel <laughs> ripped about a foot of concrete along with the steel bars. He completely ripped off the cage door and sent it flying across the room. I'm going to be honest with you, Dovian. Dorian. Dude. I don't know how to fix this. I don't even know what's going on. All I know is that this happened to one of our other friends. And I would highly recommend not getting injured by him. Dovian. I, I really don't know what to do. Dorian. Dorian. Uh, well, now it would probably be best for him to stay in other cell. Clearly. We will put you in far cell over there, and we will put him in that one. And he nods to the two different cells. Uh, you want to shackle him? Maybe that'll help? Honestly, even if we did, from looking at wall and door, that would not stop him. The only thing stopping him right now is his own mental fortitude. Good on you, Daniel. Uh, I guess I'll message Snow. Okay, you're messaging Snow. Snow. Uh, Daniel. Werewolf, now. There, there are a lot of dot, dot, dots in there. <laughs> um, not my fault. What? It, you just get a message back. Do, dot, do, dot, do, dot, do, dot, question mark. Do, 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 do. You get a voice call coming through. Uh, <laughs> what, what's going on? Uh, that. And she turns and you see Daniel 
Oh. A mass of fur huddled up in the corner. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. This is not good. This is not good. Oh, well, tell me something I don't know, Einstein. <sighs> and Zana turns and faces you again, looking into the camera. Well, I mean, we're kind of stuck in this carriage right now. I have well, no I'm idea well where we are. I just don't know what to do in this situation. What do you What do you want me to do? What do you want to find somebody who can maybe remove a curse? That might Not be the only option time. you have in this town. I I don't know. That's the only thing I can think of. The only people who could remove curse are not here. We could chain it up, chain him up, and wait for them. So as Zana and Snow are conversing on the phone, Zana, you are currently looking into Snow begging her for an explanation or a solution to the current situation because you have no idea what to do. I, I just don't know what to do. Snow, you can see over Zana's shoulder that Daniel's slowly starting to move. He's getting up from his corner position. Zana, you might turn around. Look. Okay, okay. I'm looking. And you turn. And as you do, Daniel leaps up from his position, jumps on Dorian's back, vaults off of it, and manages to burst through the window. Ah, uh, Dorian, I'm... Um... Oh, no. As he does this, you hear Dorian cry out at being, Ugh! and you see as when Daniel jumped off of his back, there are two large scratch marks on his back, right across the shoulder blades down through his ribs. Diddly dang, dang it, Dorian. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not his fault. Dorian, uh, um, oh, it is going to be so much more paperwork. I am sorry. Hey, uh, look at me. Look at me. Look at me. I'm fine. We can treat this. It is... Uh, okay. Yeah. Don't look at the moon. But clearly, I'm not idiots. Um, I will mm, patch the wounds until... But they need to remain open, open until we can get to Town Alchemist. We may have to get Sebastian collect required ingredients. Uh, do we want to do that now? Well, that would probably be wise. Yeah, let's do it now. Till then, I am just going to try and stop the bleeding. Uh, and I... he rips off his shirt and he starts... Uh. <laughs> stop looking at... <laughs> <laughs> Zana uses his opportunity. No, I have a thing for scars. You don't, e you don't even know. Like, scars are way cool. Please. Oh, you found her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just kind of say on the phone. I, I remember a, a story from back in the real world that Wolfsbane was also sometimes used as a cure for uh, for um, for turning into a werewolf. If, if I remember, for lycanthropy, Wolfsbane. That is what we're trying to get from Alchemist. Remain calm. Remain calm. Calm. Friend turned into a werewolf. Remain calm. Okay? There's a shirtless older gentleman in front of you. Remain calm. Clyde, don't look. Calm? <laughs> I am calm. I am calm. I'm calm. Two things. One, parkour. Two, mom is so happy you call me a friend. Dude, I, share, I don't just share my pastries with anyone, Bo. <laughs> right? She shares them with all the men. I would not <laughs> share my pastries with Sebastian. No offense. The younger men. I would share a pastry with Dorian. Sebastian's probably older than Dorian, though. Probably. Probably. So he's kind of younger. Um. Yeah, yeah, I consider yeah. you a friend, Daniel. I don't know if you consider me the same, and I wouldn't be offended if you don't. <laughs> I consider you someone to be cautious of, but in a good way. I'm talking real life. Oh, yes, in real life. Yeah, also in real life. I wouldn't blame you if you didn't consider me the same. <laughs> oh. What happens in game stays, stays in, in game. game. Does it? Um, <laughs> 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 uh, well, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. And with that, you and Snow are currently anxiously talking on the phone regarding what should be the next move. Dorian is using his torn up shirt now to patch the bleeding wounds as he's trying to hobble up the stairs. And that is going to end this episode of Sword Art Online Odd. Everyone, I hope you have fun with the paperwork. <laughs> <laughs>